I'm Justine. I'm Daniela. And, and welcome, welcome to Zen What, a podcast where we discuss our own personal journeys towards healing and wellness. We're two best friends on a mission to break the stigma around mental health. And we hope that by sharing our stories, you will feel less alone. The veil of silence drops with us. everyone we're wishing you all the very best whether you're thriving or surviving we're here for you if you haven't yet please rate review and subscribe to zen what on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you choose to listen Mm -mm -mm. how you doing friend (laughs) long time no see i know i feel like it's been a year since i saw you because you were in california for two weeks i know and we still zoomed during that time. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, we zoomed during Hurricane Ida. Oh my god! That's when I learned it was a hurricane. When my it was like your internet is unstable, and I was oh like, boy. for what? And I for what? Outside, I was like, oh, world's ending. Yeah. Oh my god! So give us a synopsis of California. How was it? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm on the East Coast. It was wonderful. Yeah, yeah I'm a convert now. I oh had no god, idea how amazing it was. It is. It's a great place. Yeah. The people, to me, are weird, mm-hmm. but that's because I'm East Coaster. Yeah, that's true. But I like that laid back. Yeah. Cali. No one would say Cali there, but Cali, <laughs> you know, feel. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun to road trip. Haven't done that since, I like, know. college. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, what kind of car did you have? Uh, Chrysler. Oh, Lexi. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, and Adam did all the driving, which That's is clutch. Amazing. Yeah, it was nice to be chauffeured around mm-hmm. <laughs> the mm-hmm. coast. Um, and it was awesome to be in nature, to go hiking, mm. um, to be by the ocean. You know, it was my yeah. first time going to the beach this summer, and the first time going to the beach in a few years, like I mentioned. Oh my god! Um, so that was really fun. Yeah, uh, I got to go kayaking. I was amongst what? otters and sea lions, and oh my god, you saw otters for real? Mm-hmm, they were real close. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. Yeah, it was really cute. Um, it's just a very good trip. Um, it was great to reconnect with my hubs. Mm-hmm. So it was nice. Oh, it was very so needed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was your first vacation since 2019. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I know. I'm itching to I know. go somewhere else. Another one. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking Grand Canyon and um, Austin, yeah. Texas. Oh my God, you're one of those families? I've never been to the Grand Canyon. That's Me another bucket either. list item. Really? Yeah, I've always wanted to go. I am so fine with Google imaging it. Really? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm good. Yeah. But that's just me though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like hiking and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So definitely want to do that at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a stone's throw from Vegas. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I could go to Vegas for a... You know, a little hot sec. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I would love to go to Vegas to see a drag show. Yeah. Because the girls, Vanjie, all the, like, oh. girls have a show there. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a rotating thing. Oh, that's that so do. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to do that and see my girl Celine Dion. and She is still up there singing? I think so. Wow. Yeah. Good for her. I think she has, like, the longest residency. <laughs> I'm Vegas. sure she does. Yeah. Oh, my God. In my head, she's, like, 100 years old. Stop it. No. Mm-mm. She just looks good. But to, yeah. Yeah. but to me, in my head, I'm like, yeah. she's been, she's been here. Life. She's been here, yeah. 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 She's wow. a child star. 
She is? I mean, in Canada, but... Yeah, but yeah. still, she's working there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, Celine. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God, I'm so glad you had fun. Yeah. And I'm glad you connected with Hubs. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. how are you doing? Doing all right. Mm-hmm. I'm prepper... Uh, I was going to say preparating, girl. Preparating that for your like <laughs> a medication running out a mile a minute. <laughs> preparating. Um, yeah, I am preparing to go to Atlanta mm-hmm. this weekend. but With long, your boo. With my boo. Mm-hmm. Longer than a weekend, though, five days. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing a full suitcase. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was definitely very anxious leading up to it. I will be anxious until we get to the hotel yeah. and like, check in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm learning more about after I left my job, paying attention to like feelings and Mm -hmm. actually what's going on. Cause you can like slow down a bit. Yeah. And like pay attention to it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. (laughs) It's wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not feeling it. I'd rather keep going. Yep. Yeah. Uh I'd rather just keep avoiding. Yeah. Um, but I can't, I can't, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, do that any longer. That's not healthy. Mm -hmm. And, and... Signed up for therapy this week. <gasps> That's so exciting. Yes. Oh my gosh, congrats. Thanks. Nice. I found a black female therapist in the state. Uh-huh. Um, hopefully it'll work out. I don't know. I yeah. have a, a consultation thing with her this week, mm-hmm. but we'll see. But I'm very excited to sort some things out mm-hmm. that are happening in this new phase of my life. Aww. Yeah. Well, I hope it works out. I hope it does too. But, you know, you're making the first step. Yes. And that's huge. This is actually, I guess this is the uh, first and a half, because my last therapist... Mm. Okay, let me tell you guys. Quick story time, <laughs> quick family meeting. So, family meeting. my last therapist, right, signed up with her, did the whole test, found out, diagnosed with moderately severe depression and mild anxiety or something like that. We get on the phone. I say that I have a medical uh, marijuana license. She was like, eh, But I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. Oh, I remember this now. Yes. Please, continue. Two days <laughs> later, she messages me, Hey, Justine, check out this video that's sweeping the nation. Now, if anybody <laughs> knows, if anybody even knows a Republican or their rhetoric or anything, anything so, like, very right-wing, yeah. they always say, sweeping the nation. <laughs> so I already knew it was some shit. Oh, my God. I already knew it was some bullshit. Yeah. I click on the videos. It's like wild. She sent me five of them. It's no. Like, yeah, five of them are wrong. Because you need five to build the case. <laughs> One would not suffice. Yes. Okay. Because it's <laughs> sweeping the nation. Because it's sweeping the nation. <laughs> Pay attention, please. So I click on this video. It's like a one-minute video on YouTube, which is already suspect, right? Yeah. Put it on TikTok. If it's a minute yeah, one. sure. Add a dance to it. And listen. Yeah, get that little... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, get the question swipe thing yeah. that they do. Oh. So, I click on the video. It's one minute about CBD and how powerful CBD is. Okay. Anybody who smokes THC knows how whack CBD yeah, is. Yeah, it's nothing. It's like hookah. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh, it doesn't do it for me, right? <laughs> Especially when you're used to THC. Mm-hmm. So... After that, I was like, this feels, like, really wrong. Also, like, like, why is she sending this to you? Why is she sending this to me? Why is she texting it to me? Mm-hmm. Why is she texting it to me, like, late at night? It was, like, 9 o'clock. 
I was like, this is... Maybe she took some THC. <laughs> maybe. Maybe she was just so hyped yeah. on all five brands of yes. this CBD. So then I start perusing through her Facebook. Yeah. And notice that she was an anti-vaxxer. Mm-hmm. Like hardcore. Mm-hmm. So hardcore that I found out and I am not her Facebook friend. Yeah. So that mean, that means she's fucking wild behind She's out me. here trying to sweep the nation. <laughs> these beliefs. Oh my God. So... Honestly, I think everybody knows, right? Anti-vaxxer, and you're talking about something sweeping the nation that clearly you sell, mm-hmm. right? Because I think that's what the case was. It's like an MLM. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. It's like Mary Kay of weed. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is just too close to racism. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, anti- anti-vaxxers that are that uh, wild about it, it's just too close... If you're not like the hood healer or one of these terrible ladies out here spreading lies and rumors, then you're probably racist. Yeah. And probably homophobic. Like, there's just so many probably. Yeah. It's already complicated. And, yeah. And you're like, I'm out. It's like I'm Shark out. Tank. For yeah. that reason, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. So that was the first step. Mm-hmm. I took the test. I got a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. No problem solving whatsoever. Yeah. But I did have the smarts now, and anybody else now knows, look up your therapist yeah. before you mm-hmm. uh, get there. And I looked at my old therapist's Instagram. She was, like, pushing her baby in the swing now. Aww. I love it. Dr. That's Jackie. So sweet. Shout yeah. out. Shout out to Dr. Jackie. Um, Yeah. So that's what's up with me. Mm-hmm. And today, we're going to talk about self-love practices. Woo. Life is a journey, and I'm finding myself every day. I am so excited to talk about this because I think um, that self-love, self-care stuff doesn't always like solve a problem, mm-hmm. but is so necessary for your everyday life. Yeah. And I'm really excited to hear what yours are. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think they've changed so much since the last time we talked about this as friends. Yeah. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, wait, so I should start, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I want to hear a little bit about about your journey. Yeah. Okay, so my self-love journey, I'm going to say didn't start until August 1st of 2021. Okay. Um... Definitely was doing lots of healing before mm-hmm. in 2019 because mm-hmm. I was in such a dark place at the very end of that uh, 2018 year. Mm-hmm. And it was rough as far as, like, do you guys know if you're two Black Girls on Rose listeners, it was rough with Natasha and I for a long season in that period. It was rough for me for dating and men at that mm-hmm. time. Um, and then I was living at home with my parents. So mm-hmm. It was like a lot. I did not feel like I was loving myself, but I did feel like I was caring for myself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so now... It, was, it felt like it was something, right? Like yeah. Like it wasn't this ideal picture, mm-hmm. but you were still putting in some of that work. Yes. Yeah. That's what it felt like. It mm-hmm. just felt like work. So it didn't mm-hmm. feel like an expression of love necessarily. Okay. Got it. Um... Then 2020 happened. I worked so hard that I like almost, I don't even know what, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Gained a lot of weight, did at some points did not move from the fridge to the bathroom to the desk. Hey, like, yeah, yeah. There, where were we going to go? What was there to do? <laughs> at least, I was at least in the very beginning taking my little like walk, <laughs> my little outdoor time. Yeah. And then that completely halted. So yeah. Um, I also got into a relationship during mm-hmm. that time mm-hmm. um, when I was working so, so hard. But um, I think all of that was actually 
an expression of self-love because I was working towards my future self, which is right now. Mm-hmm. August 1st, 2020 was my first day as a full-time entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And that changed... 2021. 2021. Oh, yeah. my God. Sorry. 2021. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, my gosh. And that changed the game because mm-hmm. I was able to take the routine that I was doing normally, apply it to just the one job instead of the two, Mm -hmm. and I was able to actually feel what I was doing. I think I told you that I actually felt the coffee and caffeine running through my veins, Mm -hmm. versus before it was just like a drink that I would have in the morning. Yeah. Didn't really do much for me. Right. So I'd have like two cups a day. At some points, I would be having, like, two red eyes a day and, like, not really feel much. Yeah. And now, if I have a red eye, I'm, like... Alert. I'm, like, Tasmanian (laughs) devil here. And um, I'm actually able to do things that are loving and caring for myself, like clean my Mm. apartment Mm -hmm. myself. Bitch, I clean that wall with the pink stuff. The cleaner. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know the pink stuff? You're on TikTok. You know the pink stuff? (laughs) I have all the pink stuff. Oh, my God. Clean. I had so many scuffs on there. It was great. Right? Yeah. And um, even cleaning my own bathroom and doing my hair more frequently, which we're going to talk about uh, a little bit more, Um, and just doing things with intention Mm -hmm. rather than just an everyday thing so that I look good on Zoom. Yeah. So that I don't live somewhere that's, like, littered with mice mm-hmm. and doing, like, the bare minimum of cleaning. Yeah. I'm doing things out of love and care for myself, my space, mm-hmm. my environment, and um, holy head to toe. Still working on spiritual because yeah. my church, mm-hmm. girl, is gone. <laughs> Hillsong is gone. Oh, right, yeah. Gone. <laughs> gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's still working on that. So still working on the spiritual piece. But um, everything else is um, just with intention. And it just feels so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? Yeah, I mean, so in the reparenting episode, I talked a little bit about how I struggled with self-love. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up, I was extremely hard on myself, and I would set really high, often unrealistic expectations for myself. Mm. It was sort of like I couldn't access self-love until I was quote-unquote perfect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I felt like if I looked a certain way, then I would be a certain way, mm-hmm. I'd be confident, mm-hmm. and then I would feel a certain way about myself, and I would finally achieve self-acceptance. Mm. So up until fairly recently, self-love for me was completely conditional. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. going to therapy and confronting my issues and talking it out has Mm -hmm. really helped me build self-love and self-acceptance. Uh, the thing I like about therapy is that sometimes your beliefs can be challenged. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. what you thought was an objective truth. Mm -hmm. Your therapist might point out is simply a belief that you've been holding on to. You made that (laughs) up. You made that shit up. Yeah. (laughs) What a nice way to say it. A belief you've been holding on to. Is that how your therapist talks? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's very sweet with me. (laughs) Mine was like, you made that up. really curious about yourself mm-hmm. um you know when I first started therapy I remember telling my therapist that I had no love for myself mm. and my therapist challenged me a bit on this idea mm-hmm. sure maybe I was really struggling with self-loathing maybe I felt like I really hated myself mm-hmm. but did I really not love myself at question. all question yeah okay so you said you had no love for yourself mm-hmm. what would get you the steps to get you to the love 
We're going to get to that, girl. Okay. okay, okay <laughs> We're okay, going to okay. get to that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's like, did I really not love myself at all? Right. Um, because here I was in therapy, making the time to really work on myself mm-hmm. and through my stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. wasn't that in itself an act of love? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't to say that if you aren't in therapy, you don't love yourself. At all. At all. At no. all. Yeah. Maybe you don't need therapy. Maybe that's not for you. Yeah. But for me, that question was slowly p- pulling apart this narrative that I had internalized mm-hmm. about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I explored in therapy was this idea of perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I can rationalize that perfection, perfection doesn't exist, mm-hmm. I still have a hard time letting that go. Mm. I think it's my ego, but it's, some, it's like somehow I feel like I should be the one that hacks this whole perfection thing. And for just you. Just for me. Okay. I don't have that expectation for other people. Right. But I somehow feel... Call <laughs> <laughs> back. Yeah. Um, and so I just have to be mindful of the expectations I set for myself and that if I fall short, it's mm-hmm. not some sort of character flaw mm-hmm. or moral mm-hmm. failure. Mm-hmm. And I remember my therapist asking me, what does this perfect Daniela look like? Mm-hmm. And I always had an image of what this person looked like in my head, but I never described who she was out loud. Mm -hmm. And when I did, I quickly realized that person was not me, and Mm. she looked more or less like a robot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I get so overwhelmed by my own emotions that I would love nothing more than to be a robot. But same. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah. That's why I love Erica Jane so much. She's a robot. Sure. Sure. Um, but you know, we know that's just not feasible and ultimately yeah, yeah. I would miss out on so much of what life is. Right, um, right, right. So I've had to let go of that vision, that idea of the perfect Daniela because she'll never exist. Mm, so mm. why don't I tune into where I'm at now mm-hmm. and lean on self-compassion? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's okay that I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. Other people struggle with self-love and self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. That's a really human thing. Mm-hmm. And so what advice would I give to a close friend or a loved one who's struggling with Mm -hmm, mm self-love? Could I give that advice to myself? Mm -hmm. Could I show up for myself in that same way? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, again, it's just like being really in tune with where you're at and being really honest about, Mm -hmm. you know, how you feel and uh, what your expectations are and Mm -hmm. are they realistic? For yourself. Yeah. Yeah, for yourself. Yeah. Yep. And this is not like an overnight transformation, right? Exactly. It takes yep. a long time to get there. Yes. And I'm like just starting this journey, I feel like. Mm. Um, but it's been, it's been a good change from where I was at many years ago. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. It makes me think of so many trends that are out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain times, I think, because my job now is focused so much on the internet yeah. and like what's happening. Mm-hmm. So I dip into these trends on the internet, mm-hmm. right? I'm knee deep into BBL TikTok oh right now and yeah. BBL YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. But there's also this trend called the that girl trend. So you could be like that girl. And I've that girl. That. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, girl. Let me oh yeah. <laughs> so that girl wakes up at like seven, between the hours of five and seven. That's that's part of my perfect Daniela. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. She drinks something with spirulina or chlorophyll. In the morning. Oh my gosh. Oh okay. yeah. Or like lemon and mint. <laughs> yes. Because you have so much right. time. The lemon water up. will change everything. It'll change everything. Yeah. Hot or cold, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Then she does an at-home workout mm-hmm. or goes to like former Pilates. Yeah. Then she gets home not sweaty. 
and uh, showers mm-hmm. changes into another like fabulous athleisure situation. Mm-hmm. She probably does Journals. a dry body scrub before the shower. Whether, Absolutely. Or after. I don't yeah, know. exactly. Because <laughs> her body is dry. Yeah, it's dry. That's why. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then um, she writes in her journal her affirmations, mm-hmm. and then she like starts work for her day, and it's like eight a.m. and she's there before everyone. Bitch, did you read my diary or something? Because <laughs> that is how I described the, the perfect, perfect Danielle. Yep, yeah. the perfect girl. Yes, and it's a trend yeah and um it's so incredibly unrealistic yeah. for anyone who is not um already rich thin mm-hmm. living either in california full-time or in new york from the months of may to october yeah. and um just doesn't have um you know uh, things to worry about right <laughs> right so she can focus completely yeah. on all of these beautiful affirmations and she be- really truly believes that they're true yeah because no one is telling her that they're not right and this is a trend um that i think is just as um maybe demoralizing mm-hmm. in the wellness world oh yeah for people like us mm-hmm. for people who are younger than us for people who are older than us mm-hmm. Because it sets up, it sets you up for failure. Yeah, it's so unattainable. So unattainable. Mm-hmm. And people ask these same type, the same woman, pretty much cloned. Mm-hmm. What is your morning routine? What's your night routine? Mm-hmm. As if it's going to change, right? And as if it's going to change them. Mm-hmm. And like you said, self compassion is really what's going to change. Yeah. You. Not mm-hmm. waking up at five in the morning. Yeah. Like, how do you meet yourself in those hard moments? Right. Are you going to berate yourself because? Bitch, you didn't go to the gym at five in the morning exactly. and you're, you're a piece of shit? Or right. are you right. going to be like, you know what? I'm really tired and yeah. I deserve rest and maybe I don't go to the gym today. Maybe mm-hmm. I go later this week. Yeah. You know? Or I switch the routine. Maybe I go at 5 p.m. Yeah. You or know? Later in the day. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um... Having these strict guidelines yes. is setting up this recipe for failure. Failure. Mm-hmm. Especially because it's also... Setting us up on a 24-hour cycle, which women don't have. Yeah. And setting us up for, like, just another cycle of capitalism. Mm-hmm. I think people think when they look at the That Girl trend that they're not um, feeding into that cycle because the That Girl starts work and then the routine ends. Mm-hmm. When really, that is centered around a working cycle that, like these six white men who rule the world want you to (laughs) to still be sucked into. Yeah. Um, Your energy needs to be depleted so that you don't question anything and keep the status quo. Yeah, and keep buying whatever we're selling. Yeah, because that'll be a quick fix or whatever. Mm -hmm. That'll make you feel better. Mm -hmm. Not taking the time or rest that you need. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I would like to know, Mm -hmm. how do you create optimal self-love and acceptance for yourself when we're in a world that is so hateful. Lizzo says this all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, this world is so hateful. So if you manage to get up every day, like, that's a real achievement. Mm-hmm. And also creating space for yourself to not, like, always be madly in love, right? Because as you mm-hmm. said, this is a journey. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to wake up every day and, like, choose you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how do yeah. you, like, kind of create that environment for yourself no matter what you're going through? hmm I mean, I'd love to know. I mean, I think yeah. I think a lot of it does go back to mindfulness and, yeah. and this idea of self-compassion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think being mindful of the fact that we're human mm-hmm. and we have good days and we have bad days. Mm-hmm. And when you have a bad day, 
it doesn't need to derail your whole life. Yeah. Like yeah. that bad yeah. day doesn't mean that you're incapable yeah. or um, that you suck yeah. or whatever negative thought is popping into your head in that mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not defining. It's not defining. Mm-hmm. It's a bad day. You might have a better day the next day yeah. or the day after that. Mm-hmm. Or if not, you know, tune into yourself, give yourself some of that self compassion. Mm-hmm. Like, ask yourself why am I really struggling right now yeah do I have you know is help available to me is there mm-hmm. a good friend that I can talk to about and commiserate with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um all of those things mm-hmm. I think slowly yeah creates this space where you can build self-love mm-hmm. but um you know going on the goop website and getting super glow uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> dust or vitamins or whatever they <laughs> yeah. are isn't yeah. gonna you know give get you there yeah Uh, it's not a destination right Right. it's a journey and so each day is different and um i think just being mindful of where you're at and and what you're feeling Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i agree and i think um what you talked about earlier with expectations Mm -hmm. is so key and something that i didn't realize until i was out of it was that my expectations for how i was supposed to definitely um, care for my physical body mm-hmm. were so outrageous. Yeah. They were outrageous. Yeah. For me to just think that I could quickly do a mind shift and all of a sudden be like meal planning mm-hmm. and doing, just roll out this yoga mat and just do at-home workouts and just adapt yeah. is preposterous when I'm working as hard as I was working last year. Right. And even for um, those of us who were let go of a job, that is incredibly depressing. Yeah. When you're let go of a job, you can't even go outside and do something for free. Right. That is wildly depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think keeping your expectations at a level where you can actually achieve something mm-hmm. rather than falling into the kind of capitalism cycle of setting your goals so high you'll never achieve them Yeah. is... Um, is what um, I am trying to give myself yeah. a little bit of grace with yeah. now. I encourage everybody who's yeah. listening right now to do so as well. Yeah, I think grace is key. Mm-hmm. And that's hard because even defining grace is difficult. Yeah. Like, yeah. What does that necessarily mean and what does that look like? Right. Because mm-hmm. even when I think of giving myself grace, I automatically, in my brain, think, don't because you're going to be lazy. Yeah immediately mm-hmm. um okay yeah what you just said uh reminds me like um i'm really hard hard part of the reason i'm really hard on myself is because i feel like i need to keep myself in line mm. and if i don't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i might fall on the wrong side of things i guess like if i oh, yeah you know what i mean uh, for sure yeah if i have a week off the gym my 600 pound life is coming <laughs> Fully. Yeah. 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 Uh Uh-huh. It's like everything will get derailed. Exactly. I can't give myself a pass. Yes. If I don't post on Instagram, all the patrons will leave tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You have to be available to everyone but yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. It's not a good look. It's horrible. Yeah. It's, and it's ridiculous. And not true. And not That's true. The That's the, yeah, what asterisks. Is, not true. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did your therapist say? A belief that a you belief created that, about yeah, that you were yourself. holding on to. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, my so, God. So do we want to keep it 100? For sure. Okay. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So keep it 100 is when we update you guys on our growth, which is the theme of this season, mm-hmm. and progress update on our goals and achievements on the topic at hand. So mm-hmm. this is our our growth and achievements in as far as self-love goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I get very annoyed by self-love tropes Mm -hmm. on social media, um, by people who are making tons and tons and tons of money Mm -hmm. by um, charging you for some sort of a course Mm -hmm. um, to tell you to then just, like, find a mentor and take a bath. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, like, swipe up and get a percentage, you know, get a discount for these products uh, that are going to fix everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, And that is just untrue and we were even talking off the mic Mm -hmm. about people who do not expose their full truth i think i said it last week or the week before about Mm -hmm. leah Mm -hmm. uh writing this non-self-help self-help book Mm -hmm. and like you know what i mean and just like not giving the full picture Mm -hmm. and i think part of self-love is knowing that when someone is trying to sell you something, mm-hmm. they're trying to sell as many units as possible. Yeah. When you are trying to love yourself, it's just for you. Yeah. Um, so I think that practices that are um, of self-love, that are anti-racist, not completely delusional, like dipping a bath bomb in, and not responsive to capitalist ideals, sometimes are not all the same. Yeah. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. sometimes an anti-racist thing will be a capitalist thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes an anti-racist long soak in the bathtub with some Epsom salt is what you need. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, But it's not panic buying Mm -hmm. um, furry skims slippers Mm -hmm. like I did Mm -hmm. two weeks ago. Yeah. I'm wearing them now. They're fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah. Um, But it's... You're not this like changed person. Nothing changed. They're just comfortable. Just comfortable for summer. You enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And I got an estrogen... Estrogen. Oh. A a dopamine rush for Uh about... Um, an hour yeah. after I opened them. That sounds about that right. That then it wore off. And you're and like, then it wore oh, off. shit. <laughs> yes. Um, and I think doing practices that are in relation to um, anti-racism and anti-capitalism are so important because mm-hmm. of the other podcasts that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Because we have so many people, um, especially because we have so many white fans, well-meaning, but sometimes can get a little funky. Yeah. Um, and even just pe- random people on Instagram who, like, mm. come for our necks yeah. um, can be overwhelming, can disrupt those sort of self-love practices mm-hmm. and goals that we uh, yeah. talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so some of the things that I do and the main thing that I do is to go outside and be a part of the world. Yeah is the best for me because I will hold myself in this apartment easily five days. Yeah. I can go Monday through Friday in here Mm -hmm. with no issue. Yeah. Um, Especially because it's my own apartment. So it's like, oh, just come here. This is your space. Yeah. 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 Um, And that is very, very detrimental to my mental health. So Mm -hmm. for me, those types of things are just going out to... Uh, public spaces, seeing all kinds of people. Yeah, connecting with people. Excuse me, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so what do you find yourself doing to kind of counteract some of the like social media stuff, mm-hmm. racist stuff, mm-hmm. whatever is going on in the world that you have to like get away from mm-hmm. for a second? Well, some of the things that you said um, 
like those influencers who mm-hmm. are pitching this idea of self-love, but they're selling you a bunch of products. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important for people to question what the intention is behind mm-hmm. these influencers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. are they genuinely trying to help build you up? Right. Or right. are they trying to sell something right. and trying to get more followers, right? right? I right. think um, keeping a critical eye is always important. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that you said that really stuck with me is also this idea, this idea around practices of self-love, right? Mm-hmm, that aren't mm-hmm. just buying something off of an IG ad. Like mm-hmm. to me, self-love is very much a practice. Mm-hmm. It's something that you ideally work on every day, mm-hmm. but sometimes life gets the best of you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what, a question here that I really like and I don't love to hear your thoughts on it is what is self-love currency what do you intake that makes you feel like you love yourself Mm -hmm. and that you're doing right by you yeah sometimes that is swiping up Mm -hmm. on some new uh leggings for the gym or whatever um sometimes though it's like making a dentist appointment a physical my Mm -hmm. ob and my eye doctor appointments all set for like a certain month and um Getting that maintenance done. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> to doing, take care of yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing my laundry because hot yoga is like a real thing mm-hmm. that does real things mm-hmm. to your laundry. Mm-hmm. And um, like changing your bed sheets. Yeah. If I, I can do all that in like three days. Yeah. You're on top of the world. <laughs> I'm on top of the world. Yeah. Um, I mean, those crisp, clean bed sheets. Oh. Like nothing's better. With some shaved legs? Girl, <laughs> stop. Oh, my, oh my God. Instant now. Luxury. <laughs> Luxury. <laughs> Luxury. Um, and just so you all know, because I, we right now are streaming through the internet, right? Talking about influencers on the internet. Mm-hmm. Everybody got a price. If you see us selling something, it's because we really believe it. Yeah. And we're going to tell you why you should use it mm-hmm. versus like, this just makes me feel better. That's not real. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. If this is like, okay, this is a green juice powder that helps me to do this, this, and this. Or it's um, it's raising my energy levels or I feel good after I take this. Yeah. Or being a little bit more specific. Specific. It's yeah. supplemental mm-hmm. for when I uh, skipped grocery shopping that week because I'm traveling. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, don't be mad if you see us selling something because <laughs> that's a good coin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind that people no. are out here taking advantage of the internet. Yeah. I do mind that people are out here being um, lying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just keep it 100, please. Keep, keep it 100. <laughs> but some of my self love currents. Whoa, oh my gosh. You are so it? popular. Oh my lord, have mercy. <laughs> You're like the biggest loser sometimes. <laughs> no, oh my god. Like, no one has checked in on me. <laughs> no one knows where I am. You all, guys, I'm sitting here in glasses and full head of perm rocks. Sitting here. Um, self care, though. Yeah, so, yeah, that is self care. That's part of it. So, yeah. makeup, skincare, definitely hair care Mm -hmm. i think since going natural january 2019 um the date is seared in your mind it is yeah Yeah, it is because a lot changed after that yeah um true uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) i have learned to use my time of wash day which Mm -hmm. is like a big thing in the natural community for a lot of women who have a um coarser hair texture than mm-hmm. mine because it is such an aggressive time yeah and it's even aggressive for me i have like three c4a hair and it's 
a lot. Mm-hmm. But I've learned to treat it as a self-love practice mm-hmm. rather than um, something that's a burden. Yeah, or a chore. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I also, as I just said, I'm into makeup and skincare. Yeah. I'm a product girl. Mm-hmm. So I like to try out new combinations mm-hmm. and try out all new kinds of things mm-hmm. and see what happens and yeah. get to manipulate my curl pattern and see what yeah. goes down. Um, so I would say hair care is way, way high up on that yeah. list. And I know makeup is huge for you. Huge. And I want to know, like, what this connection is between putting on a full face of makeup for you mm-hmm. and and self-love is. Like, mm. what is that connection? I have loved makeup my whole life. Yeah. Um, shout I, out to Bobby Brown. Shout, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Bobby Brown. <laughs> I, um, I think that it started with my grandmother mm-hmm. um who introduced me to makeup at a very young age yeah. and we would just tear up anything <laughs> anything i said i think on the grief episode yeah. we would we would go and just even like share tips with each other mm-hmm. and stuff like that so we were young yeah. yeah i was young she was like 70 yeah <laughs> and um we would bond in that way and mm-hmm. so for me it's a, definitely a practice of, like, honoring myself. Yeah. Of, like, also taking my face, which sometimes I even I look at my face with no makeup on, and I'm like, this is just a blank whiteboard. I can do whatever it's I want. It's a canvas. Yeah, <laughs> canvas. I can wake up feeling, like, just dirt, just mm-hmm. horrible. If I have, like, 30 solid minutes, I'm not going to feel that bad. <laughs> Afterwards, yeah. May I still feel a way about the neck down? Yeah, Yeah, I might. Mm -hmm. But from the head up, I know I'm gonna be cute. Yeah, and having that power, yeah, totally. Of um, a power over the way that you look Mm -hmm. is um, an incredible power to walk throughout the world in. Mm -hmm. Um, But what about you? Because you are. Out here, chefing. Chefing, yeah. Chefing on these hoes. Yeah. I mean, Whip just... and wrists. Yeah, I mean, just yesterday, I made a honey challah bread mm. for Rosh Hashanah. Um, oh, happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year, yes. yes. For those who celebrate. Um, yeah, I mean, I think cooking for me is very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Um, I love... The thing I love about cooking is that I'm nourishing my body, and mm-hmm. I'm also feeding others, mm-hmm. and I get a lot of pleasure from, you know hearing you know hearing them say mm, that's good or yeah. like damn like can I have some more yeah um yep. it's really fulfilling to get that sort of feedback mm-hmm. um and I think yeah cooking for me is definitely a practice of self-love mm-hmm. I think you know my history with food has been very complicated and mm-hmm. I think cooking mm-hmm. has been um really important in me changing the narrative I have around food mm-hmm. and making it less scary and, and to your mm-hmm. point I guess getting some of that power back mm-hmm. um yeah just making really good food um yes. other uh practices of self-care that I like um working out same yeah for stress relief yeah you know, when it's not uh when the motivation motivation isn't solely weight loss mm-hmm. it's a different ball game for me mm-hmm. um because as soon as you step on the scale and you've either plateaued or maybe even gained weight mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like fuck it i don't want yeah. to do this anymore this yeah. sucks mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but when you're really in tune with your body and realizing that you're getting a lot of stress relief out of it that you're also maybe feeling a little bit stronger mm-hmm. or that you don't have those same aches and pains that you did the day before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um that too has been a way that I practice self love. Mm. Um, 
And I think another thing is setting boundaries and saying no. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that can be really hard. Um, yeah. You know, we'll yeah. talk about boundaries more in the next, next episode. episode. But yeah, knowing when you need a break mm-hmm. is also huge. Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll get there. I will. Yeah. I'll get there. But I have no clue yeah. when to take a break yeah. until I completely shut Combust. down. Combust. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the other day, I went to yoga two minutes late, locked out of class. I went to go sit down just for a quick second. Uh-huh. I sat there for five minutes staring at the concrete. <laughs> then I went home, slept for two and a half hours. And I was like, guess who didn't need to be in a 113 yeah. degree room no. doing warrior two sequences? <laughs> Your girl. <laughs> Your girl need to you sit did, down. You just did child's pose in bed. That's in awesome. Bed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yeah. So I definitely have trouble with the break thing. I'm yeah. excited for any uh, tips. Anyone has tips on like knowing when to take a break? Emails on what? One at gmail.com. <laughs> Um, and same thing for working out as well. I just decided, made the executive decision to do kickboxing and mm-hmm. yoga. Those are going to be my two forms of exercise. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the gym, whatever. Yeah. And classes are fun. Classes, classes can be fun. So yeah. Much, yes. <laughs> yeah. And my kickboxing class, my yoga class is intense. There's mm-hmm. huge mirrors everywhere. You're yeah. sweating. Mm-hmm. There's, like, really thin it can be triggering western yeah. yoga practitioners around you mm-hmm. it can be very triggering but also it's a practice yeah for real you're mm-hmm. practicing your breathing mm-hmm. you're practicing that you're on the four corners of the mat mm-hmm. and also it's hot as fuck in there yeah then you go to kickboxing and you think it's going to be harder nope mm-hmm. way easier yeah harder on the body physically yeah yeah but no mirrors mm-hmm. spice girls playing on the oh, love that. Music. yeah yeah bags everywhere mm-hmm. to the point where I was going so crazy in there. The teachers are like, are you okay? okay? <laughs> Do you need an anger management class? Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> Dead ass, yo. And I was like, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Like, literally looking. Get it. <laughs> a poodle in oh. class. Oh, um, man. But yeah. Oh, my God. We should, have a, we should have a workout episode. I would love to. Right? Yeah. It would be a lot of fun. It's because so fun. we've had so much history mm-hmm. as far as, like working out the gym yeah. what it means yeah. all of those kinds of things I mean I think going with a buddy can be really good I mean sometimes it can be so fun it can be so fun right yes. it depends where you're at and where your headspace yeah. is mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I know for me like working out with my sister and taking a class oh, with her is yeah. always so fun um, like we've done Zumba together mm-hmm. and I'm not the most coordinated person so mm-hmm. the entire class I'm just like laughing my ass off mm-hmm. and just like you know trying to shimmy trying yeah. to fall whatever um yeah, I've done Soul Cycle with her. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I've done Orange Theory. Uh-huh. That wow. was really intense. Um, it looks intense. It's intense. They got mirrors in there. It's very. It, the lighting is very dark. I got you. There's yep. some mirrors, but uh-huh. you, like you're trying to breathe, and you're not even looking at the mirror. <laughs> yes. um, but yeah, mm, yeah. Look forward to the work the workout episode. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of. Should we stretch our souls? Yes, always. (laughs) (laughs) So soul stretch is when we give you guys a couple of solutions and resources on how to start and heal from the journey that we're discussing, Mm -hmm. which is self-love. I'm going first, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, So I think some of the practices that I have said 
fall in line very parallel with a lot of plus size women that mm-hmm. I've spoken to, mm-hmm. um, especially when it comes to a mind body connection. Mm-hmm. I think that yoga is probably the most accepting practice you could be in. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, kickboxing definitely is up there as well. I mm-hmm. see a lot of people of a lot of different body types and sizes mm-hmm. in kickboxing. Mm-hmm. The thing, though, about a kickboxing, a Orange Theory, a, a Soul Cycle, even a Peloton, mm-hmm. is that they might do things like mention food as reward. Yeah. Which can be very triggering for those of us with disordered eating, eating mm-hmm. disorders. Mm-hmm kick this bag so hard you deserve this cupcake after class that kind of shit can really get in your head Mm -hmm. if you have been or you're currently on a diet Mm -hmm. even if you're doing trying to do something healthy it can like derail you even Mm -hmm. because you're fragile yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, so i think that um a yoga even pilates i've never taken a pilates class Mm -hmm. but it seems more accepting there Mm -hmm. um are not really based on that reward system Mm -hmm. um and then journaling and affirmations Mm. i saw something that um ashley graham put up actually that really inspired me she said the way that you talk to yourself and your affirmations have to align Mm -hmm. if they don't align Mm -hmm. you're not right nothing's gonna come true right so if you're saying yeah Yeah. they're just words so if you're saying an affirmation and then afterwards you're like "Ugh, i'm so fat after i ate this thing or Mm. "Ugh, i'm so poor i'm so broke i'm so whatever they're not gonna line up Mm -hmm. and they're not gonna really work Mm -hmm. um so keeping your affirmations and your self-talk in mm-hmm. the same vein mm-hmm. is um, training that you can do that I think is pretty easy. If you look up an affirmation on Pinterest or uh, Instagram and you're already practicing, try to practice that in your um, kind of inner thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are my two. Yeah. I have a, a few similar ones. To okay. That. Um, like cool. journaling is definitely one of my tips. Mm-hmm. Um when I was struggling during the pandemic and really wanted to quit my job, but was just so afraid to make that decision, mm-hmm. I was really committed to writing in my journal daily. Mm. Um, I started with writing daily affirmations and things I was grateful for. And then mm-hmm. later I'd write long entries describing my day and how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that to be really helpful. And I think writing those affirmations to your point, it's like you need to be mindful that you're putting that to paper yeah. and you really need to think about that yes you know not yeah. just like write it down and then burn it and never think about it again mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um an affirmation that i wrote down in my journal and that i carry with me to this day and think about a lot mm-hmm. um was the following i am an endless well of self-compassion i am free to make mistakes because i love myself unconditionally mm-hmm. and that's been huge because mm-hmm. so much of the self-loathing that i've struggled with is um just berating myself every time I make a mistake, mm-hmm. not having that self-compassion, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, automatically ac- accepting the negative thoughts that pop into my head without really questioning them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think mindfulness for me too has been really key in building self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you are not your thoughts. Yeah, I think it's really important to be aware of the negative thoughts that pop into your head. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. For me in therapy, what helped me overcome some of this negative thinking was separating separating myself from my inner critic mm-hmm. and acknowledging that it's a separate entity from me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my therapist had me do the following exercise where she asked me to visualize this inner critic. You know, could I give mm-hmm. them a name? What did this person look like? Um, and so every time 
I, as I became more mindful, it's like every time a negative thought would pop into my head, I was able to separate that thought from myself and be like, that's not me. That's my bully right now. Yes. Talking to me. How long did it take you to uh, manifest what that person was or thing? I should say the inner critic. How long did it take you to like give her they an identity? Honestly, it was when she had me think about what this inner critic looked like. The mm-hmm. first thing that popped into my head was Miss Trunchbull from Matilda. <laughs> <laughs> I had like okay. that image of her like grabbing the little girl by her pigtails mm-hmm. and swinging her around. Like I felt very much like my inner critic was mm-hmm. a bully. Mm-hmm. And so she might not necessarily be Miss Trunchbull. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But I always refer to her as my bully. Like she's mm-hmm. just beating me up. Mm-hmm. And I can defend myself against this bully. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Because I think it's really because of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really easy for us to create the perfect version. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can be a little bit more difficult mm-hmm. to like visualize who the bully. Your shadow self. Yeah. Or whatever. Who, yeah. yeah. Oh God. <laughs> That's a whole other <laughs> terminology. Whole other lingo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, to your point about social media, like I unfollowed a lot of people that I just yeah. didn't feel like were helpful to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, do I know what's going on in the Kardashian universe? Unfortunately, yes. But yeah, do I follow them to. on Instagram? No, because I yeah. know it's gonna make me feel bad about myself. Right. It's gonna right. make. It's gonna trigger me and bring up some insecurities mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's just not what I'm trying to do right now. Yeah. And so. there are some people who even I follow on social media mm-hmm. who I will never look like them, but that are helpful. Yeah. You know, totally. yeah. The, 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 some of the other girls like the same Kardashian kind of vein mm-hmm. can never be helpful. They can only, they're mm-hmm. only trying to sell that you will never look mm-hmm. at, have the life. Mm-hmm. There are some people, though, mm-hmm. who are just on there to help. Right. Um, so not saying that you don't have to follow, like, a skinny um, workout. No, not at all. No. Like if you find that you're getting something out of from them, it, or yeah. if you're learning from them, or mm-hmm. it's helpful to you, then by all means, I think it's a good idea to follow that person. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think also being mindful that it is the internet, and it's yeah. a stranger, and you don't really know, yeah. like, what this person goes through like you don't know what they're projecting yeah you don't know the full scope of who that person is mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like even when with your therapist right you didn't mm-hmm. know that she was an anti-vaxxer until yes. you did some digging yes. right so it's exactly. also like keep that critical lens on the people that you follow right right um, yep. and don't just take what they say you know as bible right the kardashians would say oh god <laughs> um and then yeah, I think, again, keeping that critical lens, being critical of your critical voice, mm-hmm. um, being real, realistic about that voice and knowing that it's not just going to shut off automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another thing um, that's been helpful for me in terms of building self-trust is keeping that one small promise a day or trying to make joy a priority in my life and that's Mm -hmm. not to say that I do it every day Mm -hmm. but I try to think of like okay what can I do today that Mm -hmm. is going to make me feel good Mm -hmm. or what can I do today that um is going to help me in some way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so just like tuning in with yourself all this stuff is really hard and it takes active practice 
Yeah, all this stuff is the opposite of what they want you to. Yeah, do. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's not a. It, this isn't clickbait. This is very much yeah. like. Yeah. You need to put in the work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that work can look differently for for everybody. For everyone. Yes, yeah, as, as you can see with both of us. Yeah, it's yeah. not a one size fit all solution, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. humans are different, yeah. right? We all have different needs and insecurities and mm-hmm. goals and whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something I have down here is this book that I read when I turned 25. Mm-hmm. It's called Hardwiring Happiness, mm-hmm. The New Brain Science of Contentment, Calm, and Confidence by Dr. Rick Hansen. Okay. He's a psychologist and senior fellow of the Greater Good Science Center at UC Berkeley. And in his book, he writes about the evolutionary biological history of our brain's negativity bias. hmm like our brain was wired a certain way so that we would learn quickly from bad experiences and ultimately survive. Right. So in his book, he provides a method for quote unquote hardwiring happiness by using positive neuroplasticity to change your brain. (laughs) He states, quote, whatever we repeatedly sense and feel and want and think is slowly Mm. but surely sculpting neural structure. Mm. End quote. That's scary. Yeah. So positive neuroplasticity isn't so much about positive thinking, but rather letting in positive experiences Mm -hmm. and absorbing them. Mm -hmm. So in his book, he outlines four steps to quote unquote heal. And they are one, have a positive experience, Mm -hmm. two, enrich it, Mm -hmm. three, absorb it, Mm -hmm. and four, link positive and negative material. And this last step is optional. Okay. So an example to me of using positive neuroplasticity would be keeping a gratitude journal or some Mm -hmm. kind of journal just really reflecting on some of the good experiences that you um experienced during your day Mm -hmm. um but again like while I found Dr. Hansen's book to be very interesting and journaling has been very helpful for me yeah these resources alone are not going to have you change overnight where you suddenly just love yourself right right like I read this book uh, six years ago yeah it wasn't like I just you know right. I discovered self-love six mm-hmm. years ago I'm still working on it today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so again I think self-love is a daily practice mm-hmm. and maybe some of the resources we discussed during our soul stretch soul stretch segment will help you on your journey towards self-love and acceptance yes. I think I have one more thing to say about journaling. I think mm-hmm. it's really important, especially when you're talking about gratitude journals, mm-hmm. because I have a really hard time with those, mm-hmm. especially when I was in a dark spot. Yeah. I think journaling is so important because it keeps you on task mm-hmm. to knowing how, almost how like big the circle is of where you're going, mm-hmm. because being in a depressive state can kind of feel like a tornado, yeah. like it's circling around in kind of the same direction. Mm-hmm. Um and when you read back three months ago, if you feel the same way, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter to me what I was grateful for three yeah, months ago. Yeah, yeah. It matters. Because you, yeah. you, know, you still feel bad. Yeah. But if I look back three months ago and I'm still feeling bad, okay, so I need to try something different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it just depends on personality type. But I think that's mm-hmm. why journaling is so key and sometimes gratitude can be like a toxic positivity yeah. practice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that you... Do you ever read yours back and you're like, damn, that was yeah. me? Yeah. Same. All the time. All the time. I'm like, oof, girl. Right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, she was going through it. 
And lastly, leading into our Bravo breakdown. Oh, yes. We love RuPaul's Drag Race. May the best <laughs> woman win. <laughs> so good. Um, if I did not have RuPaul's Drag Race in uh, April of 2020, I'm not exactly sure where I'd be right now. <laughs> uh, um, it really has everything. It is yeah. everything. It's it, many shows in one. Yes. And it brings up many feelings at once. Yes. You're entertained, yep. you're laughing, and yep. then all of a sudden you're inspired, yep. you're crying, <laughs> yes. you're, you know, you're rooting for everyone. Yes! <laughs> like, yes. You're rooting for the underdog, yeah. and you're rooting for the champion. Yeah. It's, it's like watching the Olympics every single week. Mm-hmm. It's the best show. Um, if you want to watch the most talented and creative people on television, right. watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, so talented. Um, and it is the ultimate escape because there's no workroom in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you are a drag queen, yeah, you, this is a total escape. You have never been in this environment before, mm-hmm. and you can just immerse yourself in the world. And there's so much drag content. And I feel like they're also preaching self love and self acceptance. Totally, yeah. you know, um, that's why I find it so inspiring. Aside mm-hmm. from just how talented they are, yeah, yeah, you know, in terms of making the clothes or their makeup mm-hmm. or their dancing or whatever yeah. it is, um, whatever they got going on, it's yeah. like the message behind. It, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but ta- you know, one of the show's taglines is if you can't love yourself, how in the hell, hell are you gonna, gonna love somebody, somebody else? else? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just really, really am so thankful that you introduced me oh. to the show. <laughs> oh, so good. I love it. Everyone loves it. <laughs> um, okay, should we get into the Bravo breakdown? Let's do it. Okay, so we'll start with the shortest mm-hmm. piece of news: the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yep, that trailer. That trailer. I'm very excited. I have very small thoughts about the actual trailer, but um, mostly I'm just excited that this looks like a city like Potomac (laughs) where they just keep kind of recycling that season one attitude Mm -hmm. because they're just not famous enough. Yeah. And so they keep kind of not having the reputation enough to care about mm-hmm. what they're saying or right. doing. Yeah. But also the are moves are the not show. calculated. Yeah. Right? Like yes. it's just yes. very raw. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like they're not thinking ahead in yeah. the same way that like the yeah. New York girls are thinking yeah. ahead. Um, you're not playing chess with Bobby Fisher. This oh, is a Real Housewives no. of Beverly Hills. You're not even playing Connect yeah. Four. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. These ones they got somebody better than their grandpa on the show. <laughs> That is the, the lowest storyline. Oh, my God. The, and that she season. may or may not be a cult leader. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so right. Which she definitely <laughs> is. Yeah. Totally. Oh, boy. What did you think of the trailer? I... So, first thing, mm. the trailer was shocking to me, but after watching the trailer, what was more shocking to me was Jen Shaw's tagline. Oh, okay. Where she's like, the only thing I'm guilty of is being amazing. Oh, my God. I, I... She lives somewhere else, man. <laughs> she lives in another world. What's happening? Did you see the clip of her getting arrested? Yes! Wasn't that the trailer? Or did I not watch the trailer? Maybe I just watched the first two minutes. I don't know what yeah. I watched. Yo, that first... Were them vans? <laughs> yes! Oh, my God. I think it was Heather, and she was like, yeah, your energy shifted. Yes. And it's yes. like, yeah, her energy shifted. Yeah. The feds are on her. Yo, the fact <laughs> that she had the feds calling her, the feds after her, mm-hmm. with a head full of culturally appropriated box braids gives me so much life because this woman literally thought she was black last season. Oh, my God. And now it's like, oh, yeah, you want to be black, bitch? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. 
Okay. Uh, you better get yourself a mugshot, girl. Uh, oh, li- live. You be- oh, my God. Uh, I cannot wait for all of this. Yeah. Not that I want to see her demise, but she was also stealing from old people. On yeah, the that's so not cool at all. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, and she was, like, the best and the worst. Like, she clearly yeah. studied housewives. Mm-hmm. She's clearly on her, like, playing a role. Mm-hmm. Right? You're mm-hmm. saying Shaw amazing. But none of it is any good. No. Which makes it hysterical right. funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that rental house. Who, what's going to happen with this, the ski chalet? Shaw. 2.0 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen with Coach Shaw? Yeah. Is he still going to be coaching University of Colorado? I know. I'm very curious how this all plays out. Me too. And what I was very interested in was um, Meredith's absence from that limo ride. Because oh, yeah. I think there are concerns that maybe she tipped off, tipped off the feds. The feds. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, did she? Maybe she did. Yeah. Because uh, Jen said that her son was white privilege. That they don't have white privilege. And they got upset. They've been going know. back and forth with each other about a whole bunch of stuff. I know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's um, weird. Yeah, so. Very excited. Very hyped so for this new season. For, yes. Of, and it's next week, I think. And it's wild, yeah. Yeah. So excited. It's all happening. Um, and then Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. My girl Erica still... You want to talk about a show? Mm-hmm. You want to talk about a performance? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> also, that was very meta for me because I watched that episode in my hotel room in Beverly <gasps> in Hills. Hills. Oh I was like, gosh, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, no. no. I felt like I was sitting right next to uh, Erica Jane. And, oh, my God. Oh, boy. Uh, Lisa using Sue as an emotional support animal during the dinner. Had Leave me Sue dying. alone. Leave Sue out of this, yeah. first of all. Oh my god. Oh, Erica. Oh, Erica. Oh boy. She's just sinking deeper and deeper. I Seriously. Think. I. Her saying or what? I oh loved Sutton's response. She's like yeah. or nothing. <laughs> Like what? And she said, "Or nothing," because she can't say what she wants to say, mm-hmm. which is, "Or you'll be broke, yeah. or you're a broke bitch, yeah. and I'm not." Totally, <laughs> it's those southern manners. It is. It totally is. Yeah. And I just can't wait for the reunion. Yeah, they have a lot to talk. They have about. a lot to talk about. I hope Andy does not. Oh, skim. Yeah, botch this. Yeah, like I no. hope he goes there because mm-hmm. I think you know he obviously plays favorites. Yes, I don't really. I'm not sure now where Erica Jane falls in that. Yeah, but I, I don't want him to play it safe with her. No, uh-uh. which they might too because there are legal implications. Yes, yeah. they might. I think they even talking about her attitude towards some of the women, like her attitude towards Garcelle. I think is mm-hmm. very hostile. Very hostile. Um, and I think it's because Garcelle is asking the questions that need to be answered rather than giving her Garcelle's no bullshit yeah you know yeah she's like this is fishy the real victims are Tom's victims who are the orphans and widows widows. yeah like no like hello and and the fact that she didn't tip her off Mm -hmm. like hey I'm gonna talk about this Mm -hmm. like Elisa yeah is uh, I think it's what's making Erica so mad Mm -hmm. yeah we don't want to see her mad. We don't want to see Erica mad. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, Real Housewives of Potomac. Yeah. This week, we got another preview of Miss Candace's song Ugh. that I don't know. 
I don't know one person who would ever listen to this. I don't even know the lyric, actually. It's, like, already escaped my brain. All I know is that up close into the mic, this really thing I'm playing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, you brought me back. Yeah. That's the only thing. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, this should be really horrendous because she's taking this really seriously. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I feel like I jinxed it with her, uh, with our last episode where I was like, oh, I feel like Candace might be the MVP of the season. Nope. She might have changed, and nope, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> not here she go. And it wasn't just you know with Ashley; it was also with her husband. But whatever, I would probably be yeah. annoyed with Chris too. Um, yeah, he but, seems. Yeah. yeah, he seems like a lot. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But the way he went after the way she went after Ashley that uh, was horrendous. was uncalled for. Oh my god! And just at this big age of thirty two, thirty three, I think mm-hmm. that she's at. Don't you know the patterns that you're repeating from your mom? Yeah. By now? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have to, like, check yourself mm-hmm. at certain points mm-hmm. and be like, do I sound like my mother? Yeah. Does that make me feel good when my mother yeah. calls me princess? Yeah. Or I'm calling this girl wide-bodied yeah. two days after she had a baby? Yeah. Oh. I mean, the fact that she's body-shaming someone at the age of 30-something. <laughs> maybe I'm age-shaming now. I don't know. But she is No, but you grown. should know better. Yeah, she's too yeah. grown to be no. acting like that. But I think it's also important to highlight, because I think a lot of people were taken aback by Candace's comments. And oh. I think, you know, a lot of what I heard on the internet was very much like, oh, but Ashley just gave birth, or she's not that big, and, you know, comments like that are also very much fat-phobic, right? Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, it's making mm-hmm. it seem like being fat is the worst thing yeah. that you can be. Yeah, and, yeah. And you're shaming her because it's like, oh, well, she's not that bad, because she's mm-hmm. actually not that big, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's not a fair comment. Mm-hmm. I just think all, all around what she said and how she carried herself uh, was... Just really disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I just can't. Because I can this. empathize with her still, Candace. Yeah, like yeah. the fact that she would be upset with Ashley. Like I would yeah. be upset oh, with yeah. Ashley too. Oh, she yeah, ruined yeah. my nice vacation mm-hmm. that I planned with for my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She came in there like a hurricane and yeah. caused all this drama. But mm-hmm. like, did she have to go below the belt? <laughs> no. No. You can <laughs> express your point, especially her who. Um, went to school, is getting her mm-hmm. master's, is very big on education, mm-hmm. clearly, mm-hmm. seems to be unable to communicate with other people without insulting them. Yeah. On superficial ways. Mm-hmm. Mommy shaming, body shaming, mm-hmm. like, whatever it is. Yeah. And... Like, this obsession with Ashley's uh, pumping. Yes. And calling her a milkmaid. Yeah. It's wild. Like, what? Yeah. I don't... I, I don't know if it's because she is so... Uh, apprehensive about mothering herself. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's a little bit, a little taste of what that is. Whatever it is, like, uh, maybe explore that a little bit yeah. more and stop projecting mm-hmm. onto other people and being yeah. so reactive. Yeah. Like, take five, girl. Take five. Take a deep breath. <laughs> Can I tell you how hard, you want to talk about take five, tell you how hard I left when Robin's child said, dang, your life is... <laughs> I screamed in here. I was howling. I was laughing so hard. I was like, God, please bless me with a child this shady. Please. Please. I love Robin's kids. I love Robin's kids. But as much as I laughed in that moment, it also made me really sad. Because I was like... Yeah, kids are sponges, and now you're getting you're getting your kid all freaked out. Like, damn, you're you're not okay. Does that mean we're not okay? Under that blanket, look like Joan Rivers. 
dang, your life isn't together. <laughs> Girl, what's wrong with you? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I think the MVP of the season are the kids. Yeah, always. I think it's, it's uh, Grace and them, I'm mm-hmm. gonna call them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Grace and them. <laughs> <laughs> so rude. <laughs> I never remember the names. And Angel and someone else. Yeah. And then uh, Robin's children. Yeah. I don't know their names either. Carter. Car- oh yeah, the Jay-Z albums. Carter. Yeah. Yep. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh huh. Okay. Um, so Carter and what is the other? Carter and I don't know. Sean. I don't know. Blueprint. Like. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, Corey. Corey. Okay. Corey. Corey. Oh my God. Uh, oh man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that's that's who we have to stick with. Yeah. Because that Always, yeah. gave me. Oh my. God. God, I was laughing so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I think that was it for Potomac, right? Oh, Wendy was talking to husband, but yeah. And can't. Oh, I'm buying Karen's candles. I'm buying a three wick. A three wick. Just <laughs> off the strength of it not being Wendy's. Oh my god, <laughs> she's so shady. She's she like, well, the my worst. candle isn't like Wendy's candle no. because it's a three wick it's candle. A three wick candle. Hi. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> What? And all that jazz. That's at least that's on brand. I know. Oh man! Yeah. It's like I'll do you one better. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And Karen is shady as fuck. So I know she wouldn't think about no goddamn candle mm-hmm. before. She's like, that's a great idea. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, fragrance, candles, candles. wigs, wigs. <laughs> it's all adding up. Yep. It's, all, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> Oh my Absolutely. god. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And then I would love to chat with you about White Lotus. It's going to be a short chat. Yeah. Well, warning I can't you. I can't believe you dropped that bomb on me today. I didn't even know that you had watched it. I watched one and a half episodes. No, you didn't promptly finish it? had Crunch look up the ending and turned it on. <laughs> I cannot believe all of you are watching that goddamn show. That shit was so boring. No. Boring. No. I was like, this has a is this in the comedy section? I was like, I have not laughed one time. No. I thought it was horrible. Oh, man. I was not into it. And yeah. then the ending, I was like, so? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. What was so good about it? I just like the acting a lot. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was good character portrayal. Good, yeah. There were some yeah. characters. That, like, I really like Jennifer Coolidge. Uh, yeah. Coolidge's character. Yeah. She's like... That's a real lady. No, that's a real lady. <laughs> and she played her perfectly. Yes, she did. Um... I liked Armand, the guy, oh, yeah. who, the main guy in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I thought he was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Another January 6th one, the polo shirt. Isn't he the creator of the show? What? The polo shirt guy. Oh, I didn't know he was on the show. No, no, no. The guy, the, um, the husband of the lady who's the writer... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't like his character. I hated him, but that's also a real person. And he also wore a Cornell cap, and it just incensed me. Because I'm like, <laughs> why do you always got to have the bad rep of, like, just being the most annoying Ivy League or whatever? Yeah. But real talk, like, I did go to school with people like that. So. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, not, yes. it's not not true. Yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. And we're in New York. We know that. Yeah. We know that couple. Yeah. Like, we yeah, know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. know them. Mm. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, you should have seen that relationship play out. Yeah, see? Yeah, I like, don't even care. Yeah. 
<laughs> I just had no investment. Mm-hmm. As good as those characters were written, mm-hmm. I think I just went into it expecting a little bit of dark humor, some comedy, mm-hmm. a little lightheartedness, a little mm-hmm. laughter. That family, yeah, the CFO of yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pook or whatever they called it. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, whatever it was called. I was like, this is not. This I'm just critiquing this family and how they're interacting. Mm-hmm. I'm not laughing. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man, I'm, so, I'm a little bummed that it. Uh, well, it's not for everyone. Uh, yeah, and yeah. they got a season two, and Natasha Rothwell is everything. So yeah, but it's gonna be different characters, well, different location. All right. Well, um, goddamn. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can't win them all. Yeah, maybe season two will like more. Yeah. Going into it, maybe I'll know a little bit more what to expect. You weren't even intrigued by the murder mystery in the beginning? At all. No. Nope. Oh, wow. Mm-mm. Okay. I just was, I was like, by this halfway through the second episode, I was like, yo, how many more hours until we even yeah, figure out need- somebody wants to die? Yeah, you're like, I don't need to watch this. Or even, yeah. like, is going to die? Or mm-hmm. is hit like, ugh, oh my god. I knew it was going to be polo shirt. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know who he was going to kill. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, but I knew it was gonna be him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the the way in the airport in the beginning. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's very villainous. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, there's one point in the show where you know the I don't know how far if you got to this, but um, there was like a fuck up with his room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. The Armand is kind of like gaslighting him, being like, "Yes, like yes," but you know. And and the guy knows he's being fucked with, mm-hmm. and it's because he feels like he's portrayed as an asshole. Like people think he's an asshole. Yes, but it's yeah. like he and so he's like half self aware, but he's not fully yeah. there because he right. can't stop himself from being an asshole. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I just had no investment, but I'm glad everybody else enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was this week's episode. That was it. That was it. That was That's it. That's a wrap. <laughs> That was this week's episode. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to share your healing journey with us, you can always DM us on Instagram at zenwhat, or you can email us at zenwhat, the number one, at gmail.com. If you're listening right now, please share on your Instagram story. We would love to grow this community, and it would really help us out. See you next week. week.